Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. happening what's been happening what's um, the buzz tell right? what's, yeah. I, I don't know what that is <laughs> it's my favorite musical i know superstar um i've had a, a a bit of a conflict again with my with my oldest well you know it is that season right <laughs> it is that season um he's just I need to I need to remember that it's very appropriate for him to be very narcissistic right now in his time. Mm-hmm. You know, this is really where he's supposed to be all about himself and really disconnecting himself from the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he can be more than just a son. He can be his own person. Um and I know that intellectually. But <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. You know, he, <laughs> easier. he just, he's, it, I don't know whether it's disrespectful or whether it's just forgetting, but I have a hard time saying it's forgetting. So he has these two chores, mm-hmm. right? Two chores he has to do with the house. And that's it. It used to be, you know, like all the other kids, they had chores. Yep. So. There were two ways that he's supposed to contribute to the household. One of them is mowing the lawn. That's something that I gave him to do. Mm-hmm. Mowing the lawn in the wintertime, probably shoveling in the driveway. You know, as long as he lives with us, that's going to be the expectation that he does these things. Okay. So my wife gave him cleaning the bathroom. So once a week, he has to clean the bathroom. Okay. And this started at the end of the school year, so, you know, basically the summer. So he mowed the lawn every week all summer. He kept not cleaning the bathroom. And I kept, like, I called him out a bunch of times on it. I'm like, dude, like, how disrespectful is it to your mother that you're doing what I asked you to do every week and you're blowing off what she asked you to do every week. Like, I'm surprised that that's the one he chose, but yes. Yeah. So, you know, I've been trying to like get him to understand this. Like he can't treat us like shit. You know, he has to treat us with common courtesy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then there are a couple other things where he, it was his birthday and, um, you know, Jessica had taken the whole day off. 
to spend with him and planned it with him. Like this whole thing was planned with him. Okay. And then a few days before his birthday, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go up with my friends to go hunting for the day. I'll be back around 630. So, like, she took the whole day off for nothing and then just kind of sat around the house. Ouch. Right. Um, And then there was another... There was another thing that happened that was exactly like that within the same week. And I can't remember what the other thing was. But I sent him like this big old text message and I was like, dude, you're treating your mom like crap. What are you doing? Oh, okay. So the other thing that he did was he was supposed to be home on Sunday for dinner. Okay. And that's the expectation across the board. You need to be home on Sunday for dinner. So this was the Sunday before his birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was the his birthday was on Monday. So the Sunday before his birthday. So it was back to back. I guess is the point that I was trying to oh, get to is my. like the Sunday before his birthday, he ended up not showing up for dinner, even though Jessica like talked to him and they came. She like cooked something specifically that he wanted. And then he just went over, went out with his friend for supposedly an hour or so. Yeah. And then was like, oh, we're going to eat dinner at his mom's house. So there was that. And then the next day, he just totally blew her off and went hunting for the entire day. So those two things happened. And then I had messaged him because... He was supposed to do something with me, and then he was like, oh, I can't do it, so I can't do it this Sunday, not next Sunday, so how about the following Saturday? So that would have been this last Saturday. So on Thursday, I sent him a message, and I'm like, you know, I haven't really seen you much, so just wanted to check in with you and see what time we were leaving on Saturday. Oh, well, I can't do anything Saturday. I'm getting my tattoo. Like, what do you mean? You made plans with me, like, two weeks ago. Why, well, would would cancel your plans with your tattoo and let's go. Well, I've had them for a long time. So, basically, he blew me off. Right. So, I I was really frustrated. And I think a lot of the frustration came from, like, what he had done to Jessica. And now it was, like kind of doing the same just thing rolling to me. over and rolling right over. right yeah and i realized that like there are certain activities that i try to plan around him and i need to stop doing that i need to just plan my own activities so that i'm doing what i want to do instead of trying to do it with him and i think in my mind i really wanted um hunting to be something that we did together you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted that to be like a dad and son type thing. Well, because you bonded over it last year, which was really good. You know what I mean? Well, like, we have before. I yeah. mean, it's just, it, it's it's something that he and I have always done. And I wanted it to be that way. And now there's like no interest in it with me. Right. He's gone, I think, five or six times now with his friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's it's annoying it almost feels disrespectful, but I don't know if it really is or not. Yeah, that's a hard one because I, I, I mean, I think the, the behavior is definitely disrespectful. You yeah, know, like, like the canceling of plans and stuff. That, right, it's a very right. disrespectful thing. So that's easy. But 
you know, the not going hunting with you and just going with your friends, that that really could go either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Wow. Wait, wait. Is he is he is he is he hunting our our places? <laughs> uh, I think he's attempted once to hunt our places. OK. Yeah. But he's... the other times he's gone in a little bit uh, east of where we are. Gotcha. Usually. Um, that was just me being me, but, um, well, it's, that, it's, I had the same thought. I'm okay. Like, so, so, so we don't hunt my fucking partridge roads, right? Exactly. Um, hunt my fucking partridge roads. Right. They were handy. <laughs> like, that's a thing. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I definitely get that. I, that, that's rough. Yeah. So it you, is. you guys haven't been out hunting at all then this year. No, no. And I mean, I I just I don't know. It's just it's like heartbreaking in a way. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I thought this is something that he actually enjoyed doing, like genuinely enjoyed doing. Right. With me. With you, yeah. It, you know, yeah. which is rare. <laughs> like Right. For him. And I think I just need to realize that like I I don't know if I just need to totally just let go. I that's that's where it's hard for me, you know, because I don't do middle ground well when right. it comes to relationships. Okay, so so what I'm hearing and, and from what I I'm seeing, like you have a couple of choices. You can either a just say, "Yep, that's it," writing you off. You know, I'm gonna go do my thing when I do my thing. You know, and you might find that without that constant pressure, he'll he might come around. You might not not the point right because you're doing it for you right um the other thing is i wonder one if you're up to it if you if if it's something that you've thought about is looking to try to see what that middle ground would look like and trying to do that or if you would feel like it would open you up to just more disappointment I don't know. And not be worth it. You know what I don't I mean? have enough consciousness about what middle ground would look like. Gotcha. So so I think that it's not my experience. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to have somebody just kind of floating around. That's not Yeah. Not I don't know. I mean, I think for me and in my experience, and and not that I'm good at that either, truthfully. Um I either am the absent friend or I am like the right up your butt friend, one or the other usually. Um, and very rarely the last one, usually the first one. Um, but I, from what I from what I have experienced on the receiving end of it, you know, it would look more like, hey, I'm going hunting this day, this day, this day, and this day. Are you interested in going? You know, if you're – no, not are you interested. If you're interested in going, show up. Yeah. You know, I'm leaving it this time. And then just letting it be what it is. You know, and that's kind of like – making yourself available yeah it's completely his choice at that point in time you don't have to think about it you're leaving it's five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning whatever if he shows up great you know there's space for him in the car if he doesn't show up then you're yeah. going you're going hunting for yourself you know yeah and i don't know if that for you i don't know if that would just be like if he didn't show up and just continued not to show up if that would just be like more of a letdown it would be there would be so much ex there would still be an expectation i think there, I think there would be yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah i think i mean i think for right now i need to start off with just choosing myself yeah if that makes sense yep and then 
trying to maybe incorporate him as that goes along. Yeah. But I think for right now, it's the hard part for me is not seeing it as a him and I thing. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Because, like, for the most part, I've gotten into hunting again because of him. Right. So, like, it's not something that, you know, I'd go maybe once or twice a year to bird hunt. Yeah. But, like, hunting deer, hunting other things that we've done over the last couple of years has been different. You know, it's been a lot more intense and a lot more, um, a lot more of a commitment. Yeah. So to not have that commitment, but to still have the commitment with myself, that's where I feel like the work is right now that I'm doing. Yeah. So I think once I become more comfortable with it not being a him and I thing, I will become hopefully more able to have that room for him, you know, to we're going to go if you want to come or not, you know, show up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, there's a lot to be said for providing the space for yourself. Cause I know for like, I went through a sp- period of time where I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything that I wasn't doing because somebody else wanted to do it. Do you know what I mean? And it's things that I enjoyed. Yeah, but I I never I part of it for me was like I enjoyed them, but I enjoyed the social aspect of them. Right. Or you know, part of it was just like I I enjoyed, but like for me, I I've thought about going up and 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 going hunting. You yeah. know, since a couple of times since since the season has started, and have I done it? No. You know, will I do it? Probably not. You know, not by myself. I just can't yeah. see myself running those roads by myself. You know. Yeah. But cultivating that i think is yeah that's i mean it's a good step and i think it's it's healthy because i know that you also kind of struggle with you know finding things that you enjoy doing right for yourself yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely i mean i absolutely yeah yeah i don't really have anything else to say no no there's i don't think there really is just a complete point um yeah i mean i think I think having that space to know that it's something that I can just have independently yeah. is, is I think, the biggest step for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just without him. Yeah. You know, maybe hijack my younger son and my daughter. <laughs> they like to shoot. Right. Is what they like to yeah. do. They're not necessarily hunters. Right. They're more shooters. Yeah. Your daughter your um, daughter was so funny. She didn't even bring the gun when when yeah, when, when no. we had gone last year. You know, she was just like, Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm along for the ride and I yep. just you know Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kinda where I'm at with it is you know, I really I really wanna do it. Doing it with him has reminded me how much I like doing it. Yeah. And I don't want him not wanting to do it with me take it away from me this year i'm gonna try to give myself that lesson yeah yeah. give myself the present of being able to just enjoy hunting and and that sort of thing without having to be attached to him yeah because that's too much pressure for both of us good luck with that um (laughs) but no in in all seriousness um you know good for you yeah. For being able to to do that, um, 
and I know that we have a couple of hunting um, together dates that, that we've got planned up. So that'll be, that'll be fun too. But you know, if, if the finding that joy in, in, in that sort of thing, I think is, is really important. And yeah. So I um, I read a book uh, called The Five Love Languages. Have you ever read it? No. Okay. So the book is by Gary Chapman, and he was a um, uh, a pastor, and he kind of came up with these five love languages while he was working with couples. Okay. But the premise is is that there are these these five love languages that we'll get to, but they are how we want to be loved. Yeah. And also how we show our love, you know, okay. and appreciation. Can they be two different things or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, you can have, uh, actually it, it is very common for people to want to be shown love in a very specific language and then actually at the same time show love in a very different language from the way they want to be shown love. Okay. You can identify with more than one, but they usually, they usually like, they usually want to have they usually try to keep it down to your two main ones yeah all of them are you know whatever are one give two take right okay so um so well, the, yeah, if there's only five and you choose like three or four of them you you're right out you've of got options. them all you know and and it's it's like a lot of other things you know you 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 all of them are probably valid to some yeah. sort to you, you know. Just which one's the most. Which right? ones are the most, yeah. yeah. So the five languages are uh, words of affirmation. So so tell me that you love me. I tell you that I love you. I tell you you did a good job. I thank you. Um, or, you know, wanting that in return, you know, wanting to just be appreciated for who you are and what you are and, and what you might, you know, yeah. what you might do. So those are words of affirmation. Acts of service. Which are, you know, doing the small things without necessarily yeah. being act, 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 do for, ask. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm living with a, another person and I, I do the dishes yeah. without being asked, you know, and I, sure or I make dinner. Doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The little things. Um, giving gifts is one. Um, um, okay. So that's different than the doing. That's different than the doing. So, like, okay. I come home or I go I go on a trip and I come back and I know that you really like this cool little thing that I find, knick-knack that I find, so I give it to you. You know, that's okay. a gift. Or when a man brings, like, flowers home at night, you know, for, okay. for his wife or stuff yeah. like that. So, like, little gift giving. Okay. Um, and then quality time, which sounds like a no-brainer, right? Spending quality time. You know, we go out hunting or we yeah. go, you know, we, we spend time in conversation or we go out for coffee and we visit and we, you know, it's not just, that's its own thing. That is its own thing. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, Oh, that's the five of them. Oh no. Physical touch. The last one is physical touch. Okay. So, um, the cuddling, the hugging, so on and so forth. So these are the five love languages. And I, you know, as I read the book, um, it, it was, obviously based mostly on um like married couples and and, yeah. and stuff like that but it it struck me as uh just really good knowledge for everyone you know i've heard it, them do this stuff like in corporate workshops really yeah absolutely so like like absolutely just like identifying your love language like yeah you know, and then people figure out how to 
communicate better with each other kind of right. thing. Yeah. So in the in the book, uh the big thing was or the examples that they continued to give were specifically people that, you know, they were having issues with their marriage and, you know, one person was complaining that the other person didn't love them or was afraid that they didn't love them or, you know, would never do what they were asked or, you know, whatever. And they, the, the gentleman who wrote the book would go through this, this little test and you can find the test online. If you look up, you know, what love language am I? Um, And you can figure out which love languages really resonate with you. And that can be a starting spot, you know, a starting point to to have a conversation. Yeah. Because, you know, we kind of talk about we teach other people how to love us. But there's a, a that's like a very vague out there thing, you know, what we will accept and what we won't accept. But it's interesting to know, like, what your partner's actual love languages so i might speak the love language of bringing gifts right and you could give two shits less about anything that i bring you right because it means nothing you're like oh god he's brought me another thing that i have to put on a shelf somewhere and gather (laughs) dust you know what i mean like that could be a thing the child of any hoarder right right (laughs) yeah i swear to god (laughs) like every year my family asks you know what I want for Christmas and I, I struggle to find these things. And what I've realized is I, I now know exactly what I want for Christmas every year. Now, this is the thing I want triple a. Yeah. And I want, uh, I want someone to pay for my hunting and or fishing license. Yeah. And the, the thing of that is, is those are very thoughtful gifts. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's not if someone speaks the love language and likes receiving gifts, it's not just buying them anything willy nilly off of a rack somewhere. It's the thoughtfulness behind it. Okay, is you that know, true for everybody or just for you? Uh, no, that's true for everybody. Like just just bringing okay. them something is it might be nice, but it it really is learning to speak the language well. You know, for some people, uh, and and that's it. You know, this is a conversation that you have with the other person. So, in, with some people, quality time might literally be sitting on the couch and watching TV together. Yeah, and that's fine, and that's quality time. But for other people, that might just be like, oh yeah, they just showed up. You yeah. know, and that's not as fulfilling. So it's learning how to speak the love language with the other person. But this gives some of the context that can start that conversation. Okay. So do you know what your love languages are? Um, or do you have an idea of what they might be? I think I like, what is it? The acts of kindness one. Yep. Uh, acts I, of service or acts I think of, I kindness. like yeah. that one, you yeah. know, cause I like it when somebody helps me with a chore or whatever. Yeah. And that's showing up to me. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I, I think I'd have to say that one would be would be a big one for me i always thought you were more and i say thought you were more of a, like a quality time person yeah that that you've always struck me when it was when i read this book several years ago that was that always struck me as a, as a thing it was quality time whether it's it was more be there when i need you to be there yeah exactly which yeah I that think that's much more of acts of service the acts of service yep. yeah yep that's interesting, and you don't do you, you're not sure. It's, it's you not just physically though; it's emotionally, right? Both, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that that's probably it. 
And so, do you know which one you speak, or is that the one you speak as well? The one I speak? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, go through them again. Okay. Words of affirmation. Not that one. Acts of service. Okay. To do things for other people. Giving gifts. Okay. Quality time. Okay. And physical touch. I would say, generally, probably... Either the acts of service or the quality time. Yeah. One of those two. I'm not sure. Absolutely. Really? For me, I know that I want, uh, I like um, words of affirmation. Yeah. That is something that, that, and they, of course, they have to be genuine. But you know what I mean? Like, I that really, that really makes me feel wanted. Well, do they have to be genuine or do you have to believe they're genuine? You know, that's a really, really good question. That's a really good question. And I started looking into um how trauma affects these yeah and uh if we have time we'll go over that if not we'll 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 hit that in something else because it, it correlates with another another piece but um i have to feel that they're genuine yeah and i yeah yeah i have to feel that they're genuine um i have to feel seen with those words you know what i mean like so it's not just a um you know, oh, you did such a good job at this, da 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 da, because that feels over the top to me. You yeah. know that that feels very much over the top to me, or it's praising a part of me that is, you know, um, potentially a mask somewhere along the line, and so yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling seen. But like sometimes when we've hung out, you're like, you know, thank you for thank you for coming and hanging out. You know, I feel very seen in that moment. I'm like, yeah, yeah absolutely, I I love to. I, that was that was awesome. Um, so that's for me. And then forgiving, I really have no idea. And I, I've been struggling with this actually, is the one that I speak. I know I do a lot of gift giving. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Right? And yeah, I think that that really feels uh, really kind of what it is um, for me is the gift giving. Yeah. Um, and and so when I when I was looking deeper into this, that's when we I was looking at the trauma pieces to that. Yeah. Um, the 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 one that we want tends to be something that we lacked within our childhood. Okay. So I was never given, or I was rarely, I was often criticized. Yeah. And I was rarely given um, unconditional praise yeah. or, or gratitude. It was always, thank you for being a good boy. Right. Thank you for acting like the way that I want you to act. It was always very conditional. Yeah. You know, and so when it makes sense. I mean, I would say no one showed up for me. Right. Exactly. And that's yeah, 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 absolutely. So when when so that's that's the one that we want. The one that we speak tends to be something that either um, and it can be healthy or unhealthy. It's either one that we were. uh are any of them unhealthy? Like, well, the reasoning behind it could be unhealthy or healthy. Okay. So, right. like, so like buying you off, right? I've been a shitty friend, so I'm going to get you a really nice present. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, because that's the way that my parents acted to me, you know. Versus, um, in our family, we showed love by giving gifts, you yeah. know, really thoughtful gifts. Yeah. So I find that it is easy. It's a language that I'm familiar with. And so I want to give everybody a really thoughtful gift, yeah. you know? Um, so that's, that's the unhealthy versus the healthy. So when I was looking at it, um, you know, this, this, the speaking words of affirmation, the, the, it can come from a wounded place where you, you speak that one because you never want anybody to feel as unappreciated as you felt. 
Oh, you know, okay. so that yeah. can come from that space, or again, the healthy space. I would of, say that my mind probably comes from an unhealthy space. So, so showing if, up. If mine, yeah. yeah, yeah, because you, no one showed up for you, and you know how sucky that fucking feels. Yeah. So you want to show up for other people because you don't want other people to feel that way, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So mine are both the same thing, then. Yep. Okay. And for and for just the two, but and they they come from that that space yeah. of 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 lack in your life. Yeah. Yep. Um, my gift giving comes from. I think it's 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 the easiest one for me to do. It's the safest one for me to feel. Yeah. In my life, um, because it was something that was oftentimes not spoken well in my life. Um, like I remember getting this in excess shirt at Christmas once. Cause they always asked me what I wanted for Christmas when we were going down and, and I don't I, know what is that like, was that like, Oh, in excess is a band. And okay. you know, I was, I was, you know, I don't know, nine or 10 or whatever when they were really big. And I didn't even listen to that music. You know, they never took the time to like, really look at the music that I wanted. And that's what I always asked for. I was like, oh, music books or music this or music, yeah. you know, because I was really into music. And I I got an NXS shirt and I'm like, what the f- it's music fuck? music related. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> I mean, so the, the attempt was there. Definitely yeah. the attempt was there. But the the amount of effort that went into finding out really what yeah. what made me tick in the in those types of regards um, was really, you know, was really a yeah. problem was really lacking but my father on the other hand yes sometimes it was just you know i was really shitty dad at this moment so i'm I'm buying you off but my father's gifts i have to say looking back at this when specifically when i was looking through this part of it yeah were always very very good like they were always very well thought out yeah like my father bought me a book on um plants and flowers and um you know identification guide and that was just one of my most treasured it still is one of my most treasured possessions yeah because it was just so very well thought out he it was something where i had been seen and he yeah. knew who i was um the uh the um the stand for my keyboard yeah my father bought me the day of a concert that I was putting on. Yeah. And I didn't have a stand. So I literally had this, my my keyboard, I had been putting it on a table for that length of time with some boxes underneath and whatever. And my father bought this for me and it was, it was around Christmas time. It was for Christmas and he gave it to me early because it was going to support who I was. I mean, it was just such a well yeah. thought out answer. Yeah. So, you know, it, it really is about that, learning how to speak it well yeah you know um with the acts of of i'm sorry acts of service uh it can come from again well i see all that you do and i i want i want to help out you know i i yeah. see all that you do and i i really want you to to feel like you're supported physically emotionally whatever yeah but it can also come from a place of like that's just where you were what you were expected to do you know Okay. And my parents were like that too. Like, you know, like, well, I, you know, I, you have to love me. Or if you don't do this, you don't love me. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're not yeah. doing the dishes, you don't love me. I, this is something that I've actually heard, you know, from my childhood. Uh, yeah. I, I, one of my daughter's friends, I, I snickered because she, she gets told all the time that 
what was it the other day? She didn't bring her mother the right coffee cup, so she wasn't sure why she ever had her. And oh my you know, god, how, how awful she was, and how she couldn't just bring her the right coffee cup for the one time. You know, after all that she's done for her, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, and yeah, and and yeah. so you have people like that, and they—that's why they do it. They do it from that wounded space of some sort. Um, gift giving. We talked about uh, quality time. You know, that's. It, that one usually from what i from what i was reading that one usually comes from people wanting that and 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 have had that in in a space yeah that they feel comfortable with um i don't know i've been in those spaces where you know people try to create quality time and it just doesn't happen like oh my god they just get bodies in a building basically yep yep and so it it can also then I guess be where it's just something that was the only yeah. thing that you actually really know because somebody was trying to do it. Right. This is how you love me. Right. You know, your parents teaching you this is how you love me by spending quality time with me. Um and then making you feel like shit if you didn't. Right. You know. Well I'm thinking of like every holiday. Oh god, you know, yeah. All of that kind of stuff where like yeah. you know, you're you're doing it because that's the expectation of what quality time equals when you really don't right not into it you know what i mean yeah absolutely and then of course physical touch is physical touch you know yeah. i mean that, that that one i don't really think i need to go too much into that you either had a very lovingly physically touch you know a lot of hugging family yeah um you know comforting family or you know you and th th this is the thing you know you were in an abusive situation where physical touch was not necessarily uh above board was not necessarily wholesome yeah but it's all you know so that's what you give right. you know um, and then the other piece to this too is that I think that's where I was really because I, I I was thinking about that when you were going through them all. Yeah, and I think in my earlier life, any physical touch from that was under my control. Yep, was sought out. Yeah, if that makes sense. So you could be absolutely fine Once going I was to able to be in control of it. Give a hug, but not somebody hugging you. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then everything else. Yes, absolutely. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. The other the other piece to this too is that there are people that are averse to some things, and I was looking at that as well. You know, I am. I'm averse to what you want. To what I want? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. The concept okay. of somebody looking at me and saying, you're such a good person. Oh, Makes yeah. me want to throw a rock in their face. Well, if they like, said it like that to me, I would probably want to throw a rock in their face. No, too. I'm talking <laughs> legitimate, though. Like, yeah. I just, I cannot handle that one. So now I wonder, so from my experience, the yeah. one that I have the most aversion to is the physical touch. Yeah. And, and even to a lesser extent, the quality time, because those set up spaces where it could be very unsafe very quick and physical yeah. touch was oftentimes very unsafe yeah you know um what why do you think you're averse to that one i think i just had too much experience with fakeness right you know what i mean right like words just never words don't feel genuine to me even when they are right you know and that's why actions matter so much to me i think gotcha yeah so that's why your aversion is because the, you experience it under very abusive situations. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure exactly what I could only like, yeah. you know, read what I was averse to and look at that and go, okay. 
Yeah, you know? no, I would say I, I, I'm very averse to that. Like, just the thought of it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you sorry? That's not how you show your love language. That's, no, that's right. That's not. So why no, would you be sorry? That's right. I'm not. That's not how I show my love language. That's not how it is. But you're not getting any more gifts anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so so going back to this, you know, I, I, I've looked at several people in my life and tried to, like, figure out what their love languages are. Yeah. And, and looking to see, you know, if it's something that I can, can absolutely do. But also looking at some of my some of my um, past relationships and seeing where I struggled, you know, um, one of my relationships, she was a very touchy feely person and a very hard time with that, yeah. you know, and I, I tried not to, and I, I learned to become comfortable with it to a certain extent. Um, but there was always that like tentativeness, tentativeness and fear behind you know, yeah. if I touched her and she yelled at me, you know, that would have been it. And she never did, obviously. But, yeah. um, you know, so like getting through some of that aversion, I think, has been interesting, you know, an interesting conversation to have as well. Yeah. You know, when it comes to the love languages. But I don't know. I just thought this was very interesting. Yeah, so. it was. Definitely. Definitely. I've, I've never thought of them in as in depth. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't either. And then I, yeah. I, when I read it, I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah, I would have never thought of being averse to one. But as soon as you, I mean, everything from the first time you read it, I was just like, nope. Yep. I think I even said that, actually. Yeah, one yeah, one. yeah you like, did. Nope. <laughs> and, you know, that that was not in the book. None of that was in the, was in Gary Chapman's book. Um, that was stuff that I, I found when I was just looking at, up things later yeah. on and uh, found that there are, you know, there are people that are averse to them or there are people that, um, you know, how it related to when I found that out, I was like, oh, well, how does it relate to our childhood trauma? Yeah. You know, and that's when it came up to like, these are the things we generally wanted as children that we did not get or we did not get genuinely and yeah. we really really wanted them so i hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter as stumbling t-h-r-o-u-2 Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.